Ta-da! She's back! (laughs) Welcome to Season 2 of the Save the Good Girl Podcast. Y'all, I am excited to be back. I really am. In this episode, we are going to talk about where was I? Because it's almost been three years since I have recorded my last episode. So we're going to talk about what happened, where was I, what I've been up to, and ultimately what led me back because your girl was about to delete and quit STGG. I know, but I'm so happy that I did not. I'm really happy that I'm here. And during that time, there's so many wonderful episodes that I'm going to share with you guys. A lot of luxurious content, quality conversations, and so many exclusives, a lot of goodies that I've been working on that I can't wait to share with you guys as well. So we're going to get into all of that and more. Another thing is, I called the episode Tada. Why? We know that Tada is like a grand entrance, like an animated way to enter. Like, Tada, she's here. Tada, surprise. Tada, get a bomb. (laughs) Tada. Yeah, right? But, (laughs) but in this episode, I'm going to also talk to you about why I called it Tada because it is a deeper meaning to me. We have a lot to discuss. I'm just, I'm really excited to be here. I feel like, I am home. Let's get into this episode. I would like to dedicate this episode to my father. Happy birthday, daddy. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday, daddy. I love you so much. I feel like the best gift that I could ever give to my father is the gift of me coming back to STGG, the gift of me not giving up, the gift of me believing in myself, the gift of me fighting, fighting to stay positive, fighting to regain and understand my purpose. So this episode is dedicated to you. I love you so much. I thank you for cultivating me into the woman that I am today for all the lessons that you've taught me, for being a wonderful example of a man, a provider, and someone that I look up to tremendously. I love you so much, Dad. And this episode is dedicated to you. So as I sit here recording this episode, I cannot believe that the microphone and I are being reunited because at one point I was ready to throw this whole setup away. And I'm happy that I didn't. And I'm happy that you're here spending your time with me. For my new listeners, thank you for joining Save the Good Girl. I'm excited that you're here and we have a lot to share. For my existing listeners, thank you for coming back and being patient with me during the time that I was gone. I'm so happy to be here. I just wanted to do a little recap of Save the Good Girl, just to kind of refresh everybody's memory (laughs) and myself, right? So, In 2016, I would say around that time, I was writing posts on Facebook, right? And I would write different posts, like different advice. And, you know, today is a great day to smile, save the good girl. Um, You have uh, all the resources you you need to be successful, hashtag save the good girl. So I would always hashtag save the good girl. And then people would comment and say, oh my God, I love this. I love, I I need to save the good girl post today. That's what I used to hear. I need to save the good girl post today. So that's where the name came about. And for years, people would tell me about doing a fashion blog because I was really, really into fashion. I still am. And or do a podcast, do something like Erica, you need to do something. And I'm like, "Mm, 
I don't, I'm good, you know? But I just felt like it just kept like following me and following me and following me. So finally, I'm like, you know, I do want to do a podcast, but what am I going to talk about? I didn't really want to talk about fashion. I didn't want to, like, I, I had to figure out like, what is going to be the basis of what I'm discussing? So as I'm talking to friends and family, I am that person that people would come to for advice or to vent or to get a relief or just having regular conversations. And I realized that it was very easy for me to give people advice. So I could hear something and respond immediately. I didn't even have to think about it. And in that moment, I'm like, okay, that's not easy for everybody. I can do it, but not not everybody can do it like me because I would sometimes get upset when I would talk to people and I would say how I feel and their advice didn't really match how I would give advice. So I'm like, oh, they don't care. Like, why aren't they responding? And it's just like, no, some people really don't have the capacity to respond in that way. Right. So I'm just like, wait, it's so easy for me to talk. It's so easy for me to share things. It's so easy for me to say how I feel because I'm such an intellectual person that I could go outside and see a feather on the floor and find deep meaning to it. Like I could see a penny on the floor and find deep meaning for it. So I wanted to do this podcast and decided that I want to share relatable stories and solutions that can help people. I want to talk about my struggles and how I overcame them. I want to make people laugh. I want to bring joy. I want people to feel good when they're done listening to my episodes. That was the theme. And because my professional history derives in luxury, so luxury wedding dresses, luxury handbags, luxury items, luxury, 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 luxury. And when people pay for luxury, you're paying for the craftsmanship. You're paying for the time that it took to create this product. So for example, with Hermes, Hermes is an equestrian brand and they take a lot of time to produce their items. They take six months to do one scarf. That's why their scarves are like three, $400 versus a scarf at uh, a regular store. It could be like a $5 silk scarf, right? So you're paying for the quality. You're paying for the craftsmanship. You're paying for something that is supposed to last. So I felt like with my podcast, I wanted to emulate that luxury piece, not from the item, but more so luxury you can see. So my my blog posts, my social media posts, my stories, luxury you can hear, which is my podcast, and then luxury you can feel because living a luxurious life is waking up peaceful, is waking up renewed, is the people you're around, the food that you eat, the conversations that you have, the experiences that you have. That to me is what produces a luxury life. And I wanted to produce that in this podcast. I really wanted to do that. So I produce all these episodes. I'm excited. I'm planning for them. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. It's a great turnout. People are listening and I'm shocked because I'm like, oh my God, I have two listeners, three listeners, four listeners, 10 listeners, 100, 200, thousands. Like it just started going up and up and up. And I'm like, wow, okay, great. So I started doing all of this. And as we know, I came out in 2020. 
2020 was a rough year for all of us. We were going through a time that was just unknown and unfamiliar and it was scary and we were in lockdown and it was something that shook the world. The world literally was in lockdown. We had to stay still. We experienced something we've never experienced before with COVID. It was just a rough time. And I decided during that time, I want to come out with the podcast to provide some type of joy some type of relief, something that people can listen to and find hope in. So this is when I decided to come out with it on Juneteenth of 2020. And then something really rocked me. And I did my last episode on December 13th of 2021. And in that episode, I felt like it was a duty for me to let people know, my listeners know, that I was not going to come back to Save the Good Girl for a couple of weeks and that I would be back in the spring. So during that time, I was convinced that I was going to come back around April, around May. And what kept me away for this long was grief. I went through a loss that completely broke me. It completely shattered me. And when I recorded that episode, I was in denial and also angry at the same time. I was also in autopilot. I was very ambitious to come out and I really did believe it. But when the grief was settling in, I I froze. And at that moment, Save the Good Girl was not even a thought because I was trying to figure out who is this person because I didn't even recognize myself. I had no voice. I didn't want to talk. I was in isolation. I was questioning everything. I was going through depression and I didn't even know it. And we are going to talk more about depression in another episode. Um, But I didn't know it. And I had to make decisions and I had to go to work and I had to plan and I had to be Erica. And it was rough. I couldn't be me. Being me felt like another full-time job. And I didn't want to do it. And it was very, very difficult for me to even think, to process, to talk to people, to, you know, it was hard for me to even brush my teeth, take a shower. I was like, why don't I like the things that I used to like anymore? What's going on? I'm changing. I'm shifting. What is happening? I was lost. And I would do all these things during the day and I would crash every single night. I would cry every morning. I would cry in the afternoon during lunch break, and I would cry right after work, and I would come home and be under my covers, and I didn't want to talk to anybody. So during that time, Save the Good Girl was not a thought. I needed to save myself. I needed to save myself. And this was a journey that I didn't know it was going to take me this long to come back because to be honest, I did not want to come back. I had no goals on coming back. And in during that time with me trying to figure out how do you save yourself when you are injured in the battlefield and you feel like you're by yourself? How do you do it? So I had to rely on a lot of things. And we I, I really want to get into this deeper. I just wanted to give you guys like an update, but I really am going to get into this in a deeper, deeper tone on other episodes in terms of being the general of an army 
that's failing. That's how I felt. I'm, I'm failing right now. That's how I felt at the time. I'm failing. I'm down. I'm confused. I have no idea what's going on. I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not talking to people. However, I have to save myself at the same time. So no, I said, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, No, it's too much. It's too much. And then I made a decision and I'm like, I can't quit. I can't quit. But truthfully, the decision that I made during that time was to quit. If I'm going to be completely honest with you, I didn't want to, but physically and spiritually, I was so broken that quitting was, it didn't seem bad at that time. It didn't seem bad at that time. There was a time during my depression that emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally, I did not see a way out. I couldn't see hope. I couldn't see joy. I couldn't see happiness. I couldn't see potential. I couldn't see possibility. My decision was, you know what? This is where you are and this is exactly where you're going to be. Sometimes we have a tendency to let those emotions and fear and anxiety and our current circumstances be a false truth for what our future can really be. And I'm saying false truth because if you keep thinking the same things in your head over and over and over again, your mind has no choice but to believe it. Have you ever experienced a situation that left you like that, that left you spiritually, like your vision was impaired, that it made you question your purpose and it made you a stranger to yourself. That feeling is just, it's numbing. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel normal. You feel out of balance. Like I felt like I was watching myself on a TV show. That's literally how I felt. And I didn't know this person. I didn't know what she liked because what I liked and what she liked is different. I liked being with people and talking and being vibrant. And this person was like, no, we're going home. We're going to go home and we're going to go under the covers and we're going to ignore everybody. I also never walked with my head down. I used to just walk and be up and smile. And this person walked with her head down, didn't look at anybody or anything. I remember when I was going to a pharmacy and I was walking into the store and as I was walking out, this woman was in her car and she goes, no, walk with your head up, walk with your head up. And she got out of her car to tell me to walk with my head up. And I looked at her like, wow, like, why does she even do all of that? Because remember, this is an unfamiliar person, right? So I'm, I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Like, okay, you're doing the most. Why are you getting out your car to tell me to walk with my head up? You don't know what I'm going through. Like I was angry, you know? But I smiled, right? Because I'm, there were still some elements of me that was still present with the depressed state that I was in. And I smiled and I did walk with my head up. I did. I had no access to myself. I was so hurt and broken from this loss and confused and angry and sad. And it's like, how could this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? What is going on? But I also knew that I didn't like how I felt in this place. And I was like, you know, 
I, I, I have to keep trying something. I don't know what that something is, but I have to keep fighting because if I don't, if I don't fight, I am going to stay in this position for a very long time. And I didn't want to do that. So I decided to fight. I decided that I had to do some work and I did some intense emotional work that I will share with you guys because I do feel like it will help somebody. If I help one person, I am happy. I do feel like it will help somebody. And I had to do some intense emotional work. And I wanted to build myself up again. Like starting over again, it felt like I was doing that for the first time. And I felt like once I build myself up, once I get myself together, then I will be able to help others and touch others. But during my time of sadness and being in that place, I wasn't really thinking about that. And I was also very confused because people would tell me, you're inspiring me even though you're sad. And I'm like, how, (laughs) how, 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 how am I inspiring you? How? But it was because I was still moving during that time. I was still doing certain things. And then I made a different decision. I made a decision that I need to be extremely committed to my healing. And I needed to be intentional with my process. I know that even to this day, I'm very fragile. I have to be very cautious of who I speak to, what I listen to, what I watch, what I say, what I'm reading, because all that energy can drain you. And when you're trying to get yourself back and you're sensitive like that, you don't have the, you literally don't have the emotional time to let something trigger you. Because when you are trying to get yourself back, you are easily triggered. You can easily revert back to your depressed state. So because I was aware of that, I'm like, no, I don't want to be in that place anymore. So I had to fight. I had to keep going. And I decided that, okay, I had to create an army. I had to fight every single day. So yes, when you are trying to get back, sometimes you cannot talk to certain people with the same pity party, the same nonsense. And during that time too, I couldn't even hear people's updates. I couldn't, it was hard. And because naturally I'm such a supportive person and I want to hear everybody what's going on. Oh my God, I got married. I had a baby. I feel like every week somebody was getting married or having a baby. So I'm just like, every week it's a pregnancy. It's a marriage. It's, I got a new car. I got a new house. I got a new this. I got a new that. And I am suffering. I am suffering where I am. So even though like genuinely I was so happy, it's like, I was so down. I couldn't, I couldn't even process that. So I decided that I had to fight. I decided that I want to change my pity party to a prosperous one. I decided that I had to be so committed to my healing that everything that I do had to have healing properties. Everything, everything, everything. I don't care if I'm eating a bagel. I don't care. If the crumb falls on the floor, no, pick up the crumbs because that's not how life is. Like, that's how I was thinking. It was so weird. That's how I was thinking. But um. I had to create an army. And with that army, I had to create and decide how am I going to get back emotionally? And 
part of the army is support. And I'm going to talk more about that too. Support saved my life. There are so many people that make up the DNA of me. There are so many people that have helped me. And I really, I really want to go in on that because I will say that when you are in a deep place like this, you have to make a decision and say, I am going to try to get myself back. Who can I talk to? What resources can I utilize? Because we live in a time that Google, YouTube, there's resources everywhere, therapists, grief counseling, grief work. Like there's just a lot of uh, groups and there's so many things that we can do to get ourselves back, but you have to be intentional. And every day was a fight, meaning I could be really good Monday, but I knew that Tuesday I had to fight again. Wednesday I had to fight again. Thursday I had to, it was, it was just a lot of work and I didn't want to do it all the time, but I'm like, you know what? In order for me to live the life that I know that God has that, that God really wants me to live, I need to keep pushing and I need to keep fighting. And I had to be intentional. Being intentional requires you to make decisions that you're like, Ooh, I don't want to do this. I didn't want to journal. I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but I'm like, huh. it was a fight, but I'm like, huh. all right. I'll, I'll, I'll journal. So when I talk about support, we're going to talk about therapy. We're going to talk about friends. We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about your social media. We're going to talk about YouTube. We're going to talk about all of these things. I have so much to share about support because when I tell you it saved my life, it did. And it brought me back and it led me back to being intentional because during this time I had to be reminded of who I was. Remember, like I told you guys, when you get into this place, you forget who you are. So people had to tell me, Erica, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, yeah, am I? Oh, wow. Really? Oh, it's like, I had to hear it again for the first time because the version of me that I thought I knew was erased due to my grieving. And people had to remind me like you helped me with this and you did this and professionally, remember you did this. And I'm like, really? Like I had to talk to old coworkers to remind me, like, here's what you've done professionally. And I'm like, you're right. I, I did do that. <laughs> like it, it sounds crazy, but I forgot because the pain took over me from head to toe, but I had to make a decision and being intentional was something that really, really kind of spearheaded my healing journey. To record this episode right now required a fight. It required intentionality. And I can honestly tell you that I am still fighting. I am still working through my mind. I am still working through, should I be doing this? Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? I'm still working through that. But let me just kind of walk you through what I had to do to get ready just to record today. I had to have a slow morning. And we're going to talk more about that too. I have so many things to share with you guys. Oh my God, I can't wait. So I had to have a slow morning. And what that meant was waking up slowly. I was in my bed. I thank God for waking me up for another day. I always thank him first. And I was in my bed. I slowly got out the bed because sometimes we touch a wake up rush. Oh my God, alarm clock. Nope. I got out of my bed and I 
decided to, I like to listen to sermons or something positive while I'm getting ready. So while I'm brushing my teeth or washing my face, taking my shower, I like to listen to something positive in the morning. So I decided to listen to a sermon from T.D. Jakes called Timing is Everything. Now, mind you, this sermon came out eight months ago. I was just scrolling through and I'm like, oh yeah, I like this one. And I, and I clicked it. So I brushed my teeth. I flossed my teeth. I've washed my face. You know, I was doing my skincare routine. I got into the shower, the water's hitting my body and I'm letting the water hit my body. I'm breathing in the shower and I I'm very big on body wash and skincare and all of that. So I'm like, using my soap and my body wash. I decided to use my body scrub and lather my body with the body scrub. Let the body scrub slowly whisk away from my body, leaving it nice and smooth. When I was done with the shower, I came out, I put my toner on my face and continued my skincare routine. TD Jakes is still playing in the background. And I was lathering my body with body butter. And then I sprayed some perfume. And as I sprayed the perfume, I said affirmations with each spray. So I sprayed, today's going to be a good day. I'm going to record. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to, with each spray, I was doing affirmations. And then after that, I sat down because I have like a little nook area in my room I sat down and I prayed. So I have three devotionals that I like to read every single morning. And I prayed and the prayer really stood out to me because it was talking about using your gifts, (laughs) talking about timing, right? Using your gifts. That's what it was called, using your gifts that God gave you. And what really stood out to me was this line. And I promise you, I'm going to write it down and put it in my room because I love it so much. And it said, what we are is God's gift to us. What we become is our gift to God. That's from Eleanor Powell. And I read that in my devotional 10, 15, 20 times. What we are is God's gift to us, meaning God gave us these gifts and what we do with them is how we really serve him. So I sat there and I laughed because I felt like because I'm getting spiritually um, more into God, like I made a decision November 30th that I was going to read my devotionals every single day, right? So I've been doing that. And I feel like what, what a timing the timing of me listening to timing is everything. And that was not intentional. I just, I just, I just clicked on it. Reading that quote, it was like, God is like, yes, I want you to do this. And then I question, am I really using the gifts that God has given me? It made me question, am I making the right decisions? right? Am I doing these things? So in my prayer, I'm talking to him and I'm like, wow, this is really timely because you knew I was going to record this episode because you know, he'd be in our business, right? So it's like, this is really timely. And I'm like, wow. So I'm just sitting there reflecting. After I did that and I prayed and I let it out, I felt good. I felt really, really good. And I felt like seeing the, like hearing the sermon, seeing that quote, 
really solidified my decision. Like, no, you need to record. You have to record. I made my bed and I put all my pillows on my bed. So I don't know if you guys do that sometimes. Like you have all those pillows. Sometimes I put them, sometimes I don't. But I'm like, no, I want to make my bed. I want my space to be inviting for me to record for you guys. I had breakfast and I stared at my mic. I looked at it and I had to literally take the dust off because I haven't used it in so long. And I decided to start. And I'm like, I need to get myself together. I need to get myself aligned. I need to get myself moving. And I had to do that slow morning. And I had to be really mindful of who I spoke to that day because I didn't want anything to interrupt my energy. And we know that sometimes that tends to happen, that, you know, people can, <laughs> you talk to somebody, you're like, yeah, I'm having a good day. Oh my gosh, girl. It's like, oh, girl, girl, no. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have the space and capacity for it. So that's what I had to do to get ready. That's what I had to do to just sit here and talk to you. And during the three years, many people would mention the podcast to me, friends, family, you guys. <laughs> and I never liked talking about the podcast because I didn't want to be held accountable of when I was going to come back. Cause I was like, in my head, I'm like, I ain't coming back. Like, stop talking to me about it. And my cousins would reach out to me like, girl, I don't listen to podcasts, but I listen to yours. My cousin told me one time, listen, even if you talk for 15 minutes, just talk. We want to hear you. And I'm like, oh, okay. My other cousin, do it, friends, do it. Everybody, Erica, when are you coming back? Erica, do it, do it, do it. And I'm like, nah. So my cousin had a birthday party for her daughter. And I went to her birthday party. And I always get surprised when people listen to the podcast. Like when they come up to me and they tell me, oh my God, I was listening to your podcast. I'm like, you were? I don't know. I, I just always get surprised because in my head, I'm like, if I affect one person, I'm happy, right? So I went to my cousin's first birthday party. It was so much fun. I had such a great time. And I was happy to be there because, you know, during depression, you don't you don't want to go to events. And I was happy that I went. So, again, we got so much to talk about. I got so much to share about that. So I went to this uh, my cousin's first uh, my cousin's uh, daughter's first birthday party and um, her friend came up to me and her friend said, when are you coming back to save the good girl? Because me and my friends talk about you in the group chat. I was like the group chat. Oh, oh, nah. I made it to the group chat. To me, I felt like I won a Grammy. <laughs> I felt so honored because I'm like, y'all talk about my episodes in the group chat? Nah, like I made it. I made it. I, I, I made it. So I, it really took me off guard because I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. And that genuinely made me smile. And then another friend told me, oh, yeah, we listened to your podcast on vacation. We were on vacation relaxing, and we were listening to your podcast. And I'm like, really? And then people would tell me, oh, yeah, I, I, I love listening to your affirmations. I, I find it to be really helpful. I love your voice. I'm like, really? So I just felt like I couldn't escape it. <laughs> you know, I, I went from never coming back. I'm not doing this anymore. And then it went to maybe. And then it went to, well, let me write down ideas just in case I come back. Because I'm not coming back. But if I do come back, let me write some ideas down. 
And then those ideas, I have over 70 episodes waiting to burst. Because <laughs> those ideas, I just kept writing and writing and writing and writing my thoughts, my solutions. And I'm literally walking through what I've been going through and how I feel and how I want to share them because I know that I'm not the only person who feels this way. So I was going through all of these episodes, all of these things in my mind, constantly being reassured, constantly being um, um, rem reminded of that the, the podcast was actually providing value. And I'm, and like, I was frozen, like how I am now, because like, you're getting my natural, true thoughts as I'm recording this episode. I was frozen. And I was like, wow. So <laughs> if I needed any indication to come back, I got it tenfold. But it still wasn't enough. <laughs> it still wasn't enough. I'm just still like, eh, eh. but it was, it was good ammunition. And I was like 80% there. And then something happened recently that really, really solidified, girl, it's time for you to come home. On November 30th of 2022, I made a decision to really focus on my spirituality and focus on God. I wanted to be consistent with my prayers and my devotionals. And I have three of them. And two of them are like the devotionals that have the scripture and then it has a story behind it. And one of them is a prayer book. And that prayer book simply says, you need to read these prayers out loud every day. So I told myself every day I'm going to read these prayers. And I have been and I felt good. I feel good. I feel renewed. I feel spoiled by God's love. Like, wow, he loves me so much. <laughs> like he really loves me and he be my business, but he loves me, right? He loves me. So I still would ask God daily, what do you want me to do? Now you would think, right, with all of my friends and family and people, you would think that's enough signs for me to say, yeah, this is it. And I don't know. I just, I still was questioning what, what he wanted me to do. And I would still ask that on a daily basis. So I came across an ad for a woman's empowerment event, and I shared it with one of my friends who was also um, going into her fashion design entrepreneurial stage. And because we are in that same space, I shared it with her and I'm like, I think we should go to this and network. She was like, yeah, let's do it. So we went to this networking event and I was excited to go, but I felt like, oh, damn, networking. What am I going to say? Like, I don't have anything and I'm not doing anything and I'm just going to sit down and be inspired or something. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to talk. So even that day, I felt off. I felt weird. I felt like an imposter. <laughs> I felt like, what are you even like? Why are you going to this event? Like I was questioning myself throughout the whole time. And I remember sitting in my chair and I'm like, you have to get ready. And everything was a fight. Like, I couldn't get ready. I didn't know what I was going to wear. I felt off. I don't know. Uh -uh. Even to the point where I was actually questioning, like, even going. I wasn't going to go anymore. I made a decision, like, oh, I'm not going. But I'm happy that I decided to, to go. But it was a fight for me to do. It was a fight for me to get ready. So I go to the event, right? Put some music on in my car. Change my whole tune. Okay, good. You're here. Let it be what it's going to be. I go to the event and it's wonderful. Uh, so many wonderful ladies, just great energy, 
the DJ was bumping, you know, it was great. It was well-designed. It was wonderful. They had so many great speakers talking about business and self-care and managing and balancing and life insurance and, you know, the IRS, like there was somebody there, Tax Tammy, um, talking about when you have a business and how you need to make sure you pay your taxes. So it was very informative, right? Then they had people go up. So after the speakers went, they had people go up and talk about their business. So this one woman came up, hey, I have this business. So another woman came up, hey, I have this business. And I'm sitting there listening to them. And I felt like something told me to go up on, on the stage. And I'm, I'm like arguing with God, right? Because I know it's him. So it's like, go on there, go up there, go up there. And I'm like, no, I got nothing to say. I, I, like, I haven't done the podcast in three years. What am I going to say? So I felt this urge, right? After the last woman went to talk about her business, I quickly raised my hand. And they're like, do you have a, a comment or do you have a question or do you want to talk about your business? And I said, oh, I just want to talk about my business. Right? So then I get up there and the first thing I said was, God, be really in my business. Like he's always in my business because I, I did not want to go up there, but it was this pull. So earlier in the episode, I told you, I'm going to tell you where Tada came from. And this is where Tada came from. So I get on there. I get, I get on the stage. I have the mic. I'm looking at the room. And I said, I am a Tada entrepreneur. And everybody looked confused. And they're like, what is that? Because, you know, we're, we're in a room with like business people and they're, they're familiar with the terms. And they're like, Tada, Tada. And I said, you want to know what that is, right? And everybody's looking around. So one woman says, she goes, what is it? Like, because I just kind of kept them in suspense. And I said, Tada stands for, I'm trying it again. And I'm doing it again. And the crowd went crazy. Everybody was like, oh my God, ah, like all excited about it. And I'm like, because I'm being honest with y'all. I never said that before in my life. I came up with that in that moment because I felt like, why am I going up there? I'm just going to try it again. I'm just going to do it again. So they loved it. And I told them that you know, I had a business and I started doing the podcast and I stopped and, and I'm trying it again and I'm doing it again and I have nothing and I'm, I'm starting over and I don't know, like, but I was very honest. I was very transparent. And, um, I told them about the podcast and I told them about my page and I felt good. Right. I felt really good about it. Sorry guys. I had to change my mic. I felt good about it. And, um, and I was like, wow, like that turned out different. Right. Cause again, I felt weird talking about Save the Good Girl only because I didn't give it any attention for almost three years. And I felt like, why am I telling people about this? When they go on it, they're going to see that my last post was in 2020 because there were two episodes that posted after, but it was on accident. So <laughs> I had one that said like, what is life? And it was like a drafted episode that I had. And I had another one that said um, business success. So it was affirmations for a business. And I didn't mean to post that. What happened was I scheduled it and I never checked on the podcast ever again. And it just posted. So ironically, ironically, what is life? The one that it just randomly posted is probably, I think it's like the third highest listened to episode. That's crazy. So I... <laughs> I'm on the stage. I'm laughing. I'm joking. I'm telling them my story. I'm telling them what I think about luxury. And then I get off the stage. When the speakers were done, you know, now it's time to network. 
So I'm sitting there talking to my friend. Yeah, girl. Oh my God. I went up there. Oh my God. We got to talk about this. Oh my God. And I look up and there's people waiting to talk to me. And I'm like, oh my God, you were so inspiring. Oh my God. This one girl came up to me and said, I was going to leave this event right after the speakers, but you inspired me to stay in network. Another girl came up to me and told me about that she just felt like I like I invigorated the space and she was so happy. Another person came to me and said, you need to use God's gifts. Um, there was uh, Nikita, Nikita Gibson. You guys should follow her. She's amazing. She came to me and she goes, Erica, you need to use the gift that God gave you. If you don't use it, he will give it to somebody else. So I was being so reassured. It was so beautiful and so empowering and so great. Melly B, she hosted the event, beautiful event. So many wonderful speakers. And I was surprised that people wanted to talk to me because I'm I'm not a speaker. <laughs> like, I was just coming to talk about, I'm just trying it again and doing it again. People ask me, do you have business cards? I'm like, girl, no, you didn't hear me. I, I, I said, I'm trying it again and I'm doing it again. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> like, I ain't got nothing. But it was invigorating. It was, it was the 20% that I needed to come back today. It was so powerful because it was people that didn't know me, right? They did not know who I was. And I spoke and the fact that I was able to impact a room was like, wow. So (laughs) ta-da, she is back. (laughs) And that's where I, you know, that's where that came from. And I was just so happy that people loved it. And I just felt like in that moment, I kept asking God for months, for years, what do you want me to do? And in that moment, I felt like he was like, is this enough now? (laughs) Are you okay now? What other signs do you need me to give to you? And my friends told me that. They said, Erica, what signs do you need? Like, what do you need to prove that you need to come back? And I'm like, wow. And just seeing how people were inspired. So I feel like, guys... Think about yourself, right? What do you need to come back to? Who is waiting for you? Who is waiting to hear your story, to hear your business, to taste your cookies or what your, your, um, your fashion designs, whatever it is that you want to do, who's waiting for you? I really hope that this story inspired you because it did inspire me, even though I was like the main character in it, but I just, I, I was so surprised and honored. And I felt amazing to be connected with these women, to be connected with so many people who really do believe in me. And it was like, all right, I, I, I have to do this. If I don't do this, I'm not honoring myself. I'm not honoring my parents. I'm not honoring my friends and family. I'm not honoring anyone who believes in me if I don't do this. And here I am. And here you are. And it feels good. It feels really, really good. And I'm so grateful that I did this work. And I cannot wait to sh- I can't wait to share the work that I've done to help you as well. And ah, it feels good. I'm getting like emotional <laughs> because I was so down. I was so down. And I will say, when you ask, right, you shall receive. And I did receive confirmation that Save the Good Girl is here. Save the Good Girl is here. And my work is important and so is yours. So is yours. Everything that you want to do, you have to fight. 
It's not easy. Like I said, I'm fighting right now. <laughs> I am fighting right now. Um, to be transparent with you, that intro that you just listened to, it took me two and a half hours to do. I have re-recorded myself over a hundred times. <laughs> so it's a fight, but I want the message to come across and I want you to know that you can do it. You can fight, but not only you can do it, because that sounds like so cliche, but you can fight and I want to be there to fight with you and I want us to fight together. And this is why I had to come back to Save the Good Girl. And I'm so happy that I'm here to provide you that luxury content that you deserve to keep moving, keep pushing and keep fighting and you to be in your ta-da phase for you to try it again and for you to do it again. Wow, that was really good. I really enjoyed talking to you guys, but I did want to let you know that this episode is a bonus episode. I will be coming out with full episodes on June 19th. I still want to take some time to work on some things behind the scenes and give you the luxury quality content that you deserve. And that takes some time and planning. And I want to make sure that when I come back, I'm good. So I am going to come back on June 19th. Please go to savethegoodgirl.com and subscribe to be in VIP so you know what's happening with Save the Good Girl. I'm going to provide newsletters about episodes and when they're dropping. I'm also going to provide blog posts about different topics. So if you like to read, I'm going to provide that as well. So I really want to make sure that we are connected and that you guys are communicating with me and I'm communicating with you. This Friday, I'm actually going to drop an STGG exclusives episode where I talk about all of the updates that I've been working on and some surprises that I've been working on behind the scenes that I'm so excited to share with you guys. I've been working on different projects for you guys. So this Friday, we're going to talk about that more in depth. And then on Sunday, I'm going to release an affirmations episode for renewal, for starting over. It's spring. Every day we wake up, it's a new chance to start over. So I'm going to provide some affirmations on Sunday, and I can't wait to share that with you guys as well. I want to hear what you have to say. I value your feedback. If anything resonated with you, if you found value in anything, if you laughed, if you cried, if you whatever, not only do I want you to share and save the good girl with your friends? Because, you know, the group chat, that's a Grammy to me. <laughs> Vacations, that's a Grammy to me. So not only do I want you to share that with your friends, but I do want to hear what you have to say. So when you go to savethegoodgirl.com, I have a contact page. And on that contact page, you can send me a message directly from there or follow me on social media and reach out to me via DM, a message um, under a post. I want to hear what you have to say. And when you do send me a message on savethegoodgirl.com, I get it directly and I will respond to you. So anything, any comments, any feedback, any questions that you have, please share them with me. If there's a topic that you would want me to discuss, share that with me too. I'm so open to hearing what you guys have to say. I'm interested. I'm invested. Please, I want us to stay in communication and it means the world to me to hear your thoughts. But guys, again, June 19th, Save the Good Girl is officially 
back in full swing. I'm going to have my episodes every week. We're going to talk about that too, like my scheduling and how I'm going to do that. And I'm going to provide some blog posts for you guys. I have some surprises for you guys. Like I've been really, really working behind the scenes for you guys getting ready for this moment right here. So please subscribe to the website. Follow Save the Good Girl. I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Facebook. I am on Twitter. And I am on TikTok. I got to get I got to get used to TikTok. I, I created one so you can follow it. And as I learn to use it, then we could talk. Because right now, I don't know what's going on on there. But <laughs> subscribe to Save the Good Girl. Please, let's stay connected. I'm so happy that we had the chance to talk and let this out. Oh, my God. Friday's episode Listen to the next episode after this, because <laughs> I don't know when you guys are going to listen to the episode, but listen to the next episode after this. It's going to be like STGG exclusive updates or something like that. I might title it. But anyways, the episode right after this one, listen to it because I have some surprises that I can't wait to share. And not only that, I'm going to talk to you about the why, because I, I don't want to just throw something out there. I want to tell you like, my inspiration behind it. Why did I do what I do? And I like to give you guys that full, you know, that full feedback, but that episode is going to be pretty short because it's just going to be updates and then affirmations. Why not? Let's start the month, right? Let's remember that we are always starting over again. It's never too late. And I'm going to be honest with you. I listen to my own affirmations too, because sometimes I need it. (laughs) So I cannot wait for us to talk. I cannot wait to hear from you. Please share this with your friends, with your family, with everybody that you know, so that we can all be in this journey together because we are. And I'm just so grateful. And guys, listen, it's lit. (laughs) Save the good girl is back. (laughs) Ta-da! Yo, it's so funny because like, I just want to point like during that event, everybody kept calling me ta-da. It's so funny. And my mother, I told her the story. And she was so happy. And and we're going to talk about that too. She was so happy about it. And she's like, ta-da, (laughs) ta-da. So yes, ta-da. Save the Good Girl is here. And you are here too. So subscribe, communicate, follow. I'm just excited for this journey for us. I really am. I feel really amazing things are about to happen. I do. Amazing things are about to happen. Yay, we are here. Thank you so much for listening to the Save the Good Girl podcast. I hope that this episode provided some laughter, some joy, some inspiration. I hope that we stay connected. Please let me know if it did. I'm just so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be on this mic. And as I leave, I want to leave you with this quote from my father. As I've stated earlier, this whole episode is dedicated to him because he is the main source of me coming back. And he always would tell me, you see someone when you don't see them. And what that means is even in your absence, you are still making a difference. Even if you take some time away, even if you are just trying to get yourself together, people still remember all of the qualities that you have. You see someone when you don't see them. So even in my absence, I hope that you you were still able to see me, to feel me. And I want you to know that I still see you and I feel you as well. And the mission to save the good girl continues. And I cannot wait to talk to you on the next episode of Save the Good Girl. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, 
You deserve a luxurious life and I'm going to give it to you. <laughs>